So I leveled up my stone. <laughs> Did you know that one of the goals in the end game of Diablo 3 now is quite literally to level up a rock? It's like pet rocks come full circle, man. We're finally at a place in modern society where you are to have a stone and that stone to begin with is kind of poop. But as time goes and things progress, you will uh, make that stone even better. And how will you know? Well, literally the stone will have a new number scrawled on it like a piece of chalk. Came like mysteriously out of the sky and went, you're level four. Well, I must be talking about finally taking some time to run uh, Greater Rifts. Greater Rifts with friends. And it was a real good time. Now, let's talk about what I learned from Greater Rifts. Here's what I learned. Number one, if you do this thing with friends that are already sort of ranking up and doing well without you, you can sort of cheat your way to level up quickly. As often as the case, uh, you know, Loby character can be run through a lot of stuff with uh, somebody much higher level than you that can run higher difficulties than you. And, and much of the time you can sort of sit in the background and just sort of level until you start to become in parity with those people. And then you kind of have to fight more and and so on. But you know how it is. You can you can kind of gain gain the system. Is it gain the system or game the system? Because I've heard it both ways. And I don't have a preference. But if I did, I'd probably land on the side of game. Gaming the system. Anyway. That's not the point. The point is, I got a stone. It says I'm uh, level 5 or 6, whatever it is. And, uh... It went so fast, I, I really didn't have time to savor some of it. Like, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't do some of this more. But, you know, you get one of those greater rift stone things, uh, they'll drop out of a normal rift. And then you've got to take that thing in and use it as a key to open a greater rift. And then you need to do a trial for those who have not done this or for console players or like, what the hell is this you're even talking about here? And you sur- you do like a survival-based test, like a trial, which, again, I completely cheated through. And... uh that will determine where they're going to start you out, right? Where they're going to put you and what, what level things are going to be when they put you in there. Qualifying round, as it were. And after playing this uh, a bit, I also have to say, I think this is Blizzard's attempt to take Diablo into the space of e- potential eSport because uh, all their other games kind of have an angle to it that can be eSportish. StarCraft, obviously, and, and, you know, Here's the Storm, definitely, and Hearthstone entirely, right? Wow, a little bit, but not so much. But this is a chance for them to do that with Diablo. I I think that's what they're doing here. Or at least this is them exploring that and playing with that and seeing what kind of competitive stuff can come out of this. Because you go in there, the thing determines how good you are, and then you go crazy. And because I was such a lamer in that that, uh, thing and kind of cheated around, it was much quicker for me to get through uh, a bunch of greater rifts because they're super way too easy for me. It's a long story. I could explain how we sort of cheated, not cheated. It's not really cheating. It's just, ex- I don't know. It's exploit. What is it? Did I exploit it? What do I do with this unrequited guilt that I have about what I did? Thanks, Ralph and Matt. And who else was with us? Ah, crap. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let me get to the point of what I'm trying to say here. I have I have stones now that have numbers on them, and that's good. Progression has been made. That was on my wizard. He's my main. 
I have gone since then though, and uh, keep. I'm still working on paragons with the uh, with the seasonal character, with my demon hunter. Still hunting demons, as it turns out. I got arrows and crossbows and bows and quivers. You know, that's how he rolls. Big fan of the turrets. I think I wouldn't want to play that uh, class without turrets. I think turrets are fun. I've always been a big fan of totems, turrets, um, extra little bots you can set up, pets. Those are all things I like. So a an, an endgame demon hunter is is totally uh, awesome. I did not like him in the first 20 levels. I think he was boring in the first 20. His initial stuff is kind of lame. Dropping caltrops. Oh, sorry. Even mentioning it puts me to sleep. But later on, that character gets real, real good, real quick. Anyway, uh, the best part about running these greater rifts is I've got a bunch of new gems now, and that's great. These are the legendary gems. I will collect them all. What are there, 14 total? And uh, I really want them all now. You can't use them till rank 25, the ones that dropped for me. So, uh, yeah. Now, I can, pardon my noobishness on this one issue, but I don't know if that's because I ran with much higher ranked guys and therefore these dropped with higher rank uh, requirements or if that's just the way these are. Do they all just drop and you can't use them until you ranked to 25? Is that how it works? Do tell. Also, I got a recommendation real quick. If you're going to take your your seasonal to 70 and then you're like, well, what do I do for Paragons? The fastest way to Paragon level is to, for me anyway, has been to open up a public game or to enter or join public games where they're running like Torment 1 Rifts or whatever and just tear through that place. Walk away with eight or nine Paragon levels your first trip in there. That's not cheating. I'm competing. I'm doing a lot of damage. You know, there are hard fights. All that stuff is true. But with the Paragons early on, you forget just how quickly those can come rolling in. If you're if you're quick and you're with people that are running through stuff and it's not just you banging your solo head against the wall. I recommend that. You know, admittedly, it's not the most social environment. A lot of times playing with strangers in Diablo is a bit like playing with robots who are sometimes jerks, jerk bots. But uh, yeah, that's where you want to be. That's what you want to do. Get on it. Hey, Scott. Missed the show last week. Where were you? Sorry. Anyway, just wondering if our plans that we find as a, in our seasonal characters, I wonder if they're going to carry over to our non-seasonal characters. Also, I haven't found the land of greed. Okay, hold on. Before you keep talking there, let me just answer the whole, uh, are you going to be able to take your your stuff over? The answer is is yes. Everything carries over that you've earned including plans. If you've got a plan, it will carry over. If you've cashed in that plan and made something out of it, and you already talked to Jimmy over there, and he's converted it to a thing he now knows, somehow not just by reading it, but by turning all glowy and making a funny sound, well then, gosh darn it, you've got the plans, and you've got, you can go make it anytime. Even if it was exclusive to the, the seasonal, everything will carry over after the season, but not before that. That's important to note. All right, continue or whatever you call the treasure goblin place at all. I've killed so many treasure goblins, but what's even crazier is I've found those two like rainbow goblins, and two of those have spawned the rainbow portals into Whimsydale. I don't really like Whimsydale. It's not very good. It doesn't do anything. It does not sound like the realm of greed or anything cool like that. No giant piles of cash or anything. It's just another like Whimsyshire type area. 
And there's like this weird bear boss at the end. I don't even remember what his name is. Anyway, love the show. Bye. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that Whimsy Shire, Whimsy Dale thing is just another, it's the whimsy zone, you know. And there's nothing special happening there other than, you know, it's a nice thing to break things up. But I have two, two confessions here. One, have yet to see even Whimsydale open up with a goblin. My goblin luck is the, is the shite. It's the worst. He's never opened that up for me. And then definitely has never opened up the greed realm, the freaking gold happy place, the palace of gold, where you can walk away, I am told, with, you know, upwards to 30 million in gold in that, in that zone. You enter that zone thirty million dollars or uh, thirty million in gold uh, poorer, and you walk out thirty million richer. Now that tells me that it's a, that it's appropriately rare, though, because that's a lot of cash for just doing a zone. So I, you know, I'm with you that I wish it would pop because it hasn't popped for me. But I think the RNG in that thing is 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 powerful, 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 good or bad, depending on how you look at it. I have allergies. Can you guys hear that? Oh, something in the air, man. Uh, yeah. I what is not in the air uh, currently is you and I and our chances of getting into the goblin uh, realm thing with all the money. Not gonna happen real soon. So they're gonna start putting greater rift bosses on the damn map. This is frustrating. Okay, greater rifts. The whole point is a time-based sort of wave-based thing. It's not just wave-based, but. It's how quickly you get to level from level to level, and when you get to the rift boss of a greater rift, uh, also beating him in the time limit. You can't just lollygag around. That's why there's no loot to pick up before the boss. There's no gold. There's no kickables or clickables. It's just kill, 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 kill. All right, get the boss, kill him. All right, whew, how'd we do? Oh, best time yet. Sweet. Oh, and I got a uh, legendary gem. Awesome. And my stone leveled up. It now has an eight scrawled on it. Okay. These are the these are your goals. These are what you do in the greater of rifts. And uh one of the problems has been not really a bug so much as a just that this is a quality of life thing. Uh the the rift boss would spawn someplace and it wouldn't be near you enough to know where the hell he was, and the minimap wouldn't show it. Uh, so you wouldn't know where to go. And that eats time and that feels unfair because of its random nature, you, you know, you could get lucky and he'd be right there and you just kill him and Hey, best time ever. But a similar group might have had a similar time and may have beaten your time. If only they'd had any idea where that damn riff boss was. So they've addressed it. They said, we agree is a quote. We agree. It can be frustrating to have a greater rift guardian spawn in a location that is unclear or unspecified, especially if you're running down that timer right now, if a rift guardian spawns on an undiscovered part of the rift map, uh, or a certain distance away from the player. Sometimes the indicator will not appear. Uh, though technically not a bug, we still want adventurers fighting the Greater Rift Guardian and not the Greater Rift map. Ha, ah, I like that. Uh, we're working on a way to improve this functionality, ideal making it, uh, or ideally making it easier and more consistent for players to see where the Greater Rift Guardian spawns in the future game update. So they've got it under control. Don't worry. They're on it. They'll get it. Okay? All right. Quit worrying, man. Take life a little slower. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, You know that transmog they're going to do at uh, BlizzCon? All that horde-looking stuff that's all wow-ish looking, Warlords of Draenor looking. They're going to have a transmog set for Diablo as one of the rewards for going to BlizzCon. 
And I think this is for both uh, goers and watchers, right? Like if you get the virtual ticket, you're still covered, I think. I'm pretty sure how that works, or that is how that works. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm very excited. You guys need to know something. I say this on the WoW show all the time, but when you see me there, do not be afraid to come say hi and shake hands and take pictures and hang out because that's why I'm going, is to be with the people of Blizzard fandom. That's who I like. I like being around everybody who loves these games and has the passion that we all share for it. So uh, if for some reason you see me off talking to somebody in a corner or whatever, you feel like, oh, I don't want to bug him. Please bug me. Really, that's why I'm going. I want to meet you. I want to know who you are. And I want to know where you live. Anyway, this (laughs) this BlizzCon transmog set, only available to PC and Mac users, no console. Sorry, console owners. No, wait, I'm apologizing to myself now because I have both. And I really like both. And I think it would be rad if the console version got it. Um, But this is, you know, what this is doing, this is exposing the, I guess, challenges of the multi-platform support. I don't know anything about why they couldn't offer this on console, uh, except to say there's probably some limitations. I mean, when when they're running it on PC, it's their platform. It's the Blizzard launcher. It's the Battle.net service. It's their game. They don't have anything other than a layer of Windows or OS 10 to worry about, right? But on consoles, I, maybe there's a weird approval processes. Maybe it costs more. Maybe distribution of contents handled differently. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we knew PS3 and Xbox 360 weren't going to get these kinds of updates. But I, I, I would love to know why the console or the Xbox One and PS4 people can't get it. What is the hang up there? I don't know. That's a... I wish, yeah, I need to, you know, we need an interview with somebody up there and just talk about some of these differences. Anybody know anybody at Blizzard want to talk to me about this? Because I would like to know. So they say this. Um, this is what they said officially about it. And this may answer some of our questions. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to quickly clarify the BlizzCon transmogrification experiences will only be available on the PC version of the game. They mean Mac and PC, which they also later clarified. Please be aware that any BlizzCon or virtual ticket code that is added to a Battle.net or Battle.net account will be automatically uh, able to unlock the bonus appearances for PC licenses that are upgraded to Reaper of Souls. Uh, this applies even if the code is added before the game license is upgraded. <laughs> My voice. Hey, Mr. Simpson, I don't think I'm allowed to sell that. I know this may be or may not necessarily help folks who have no intention of playing the PC versions of our games. But I did want to offer that supplementary information that may be useful down the road. Eh, I don't know, man. This guy spent a bunch of money on your game. I think you ought to... I love Blizzard, but man, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? The Nephilim first meets the Skeleton King. Hmm. I'll just place this crown on the skeleton's head and... You will never defeat me. <laughs> uh, whoever made that, that was awesome. And uh, by the way, it doesn't have to always be calls with serious questions, although I prefer those for, you know, show content reasons. But if you've got a goofy parody to send, like we've got a great song to put at the end of the show today, uh, you got something funny to send, something short and weird, whatever. Uh, if it's good and not completely dumb, I'll probably play it. And I did not find that completely dumb. I found that very funny. So thanks for sending that. Always encouraging. 
we got more to talk about. And I'll do it right now. Oh, those who asked why Eric hasn't put up the single for his song, which I'll uh, maybe I'll play that later, but that little uh, Diablo music thing he, he played. I don't know. Harass him on Twitter, at Hawkito, if you want that single. Come on, guys. Let's lay it in. Let's lay it on thick. Hey, Hawkito. Why no released single? You're supposed to put that out there so people could have it. What's going on? It's happening. There's a huge savings to be had right now on Diablo and its expansion, Reaper of Souls. 50% off, and this only lasts until Monday, October 6th, midnight Pacific Daylight Time. So you don't have a ton of time here. Today's Saturday, and you got like a day and a half. And uh, 50% off, dude. This is digital PC versions of, of 3 and uh, Reaper of Souls, ROS. But it's PC and Mac, okay? Both of those versions, fi- half off. Half freaking off. If you're listening to the show without playing the game, and that's possible, I know there's some of you, and you've been on the fence going, I don't know, man. Get off the fence. Now is your chance. That's half off. Redunculous. Hey, so how's everybody feeling about the Kadalaha? Um, sorry, Kadala. And her new pricing. Because this happened with the patch, what, last week? Oh, there was no show last week. I don't know if you noticed. Long story. I'm not going to waste your time telling you why. Just glad you're here now. Anyway, her prices went up uh, uh, exponentially. Orders of magnitude higher than what they used to be. So a thing that used to be five blood shards is now 25 blood shards. Um, They also say that the drop rate of uh, gear you want, i.e. legendaries and perhaps set pieces, are dropping at a much, much higher rate as well. What that means, they didn't give percentages, okay? I, so I, I, I still am not getting much out of her, so I don't know if I'm just a bad case or if my goblin realm luck just extends over to Moneybags Kadalarha over there. But the point is, uh, prices got raised, raised significantly, uh, but so did your chance for <coughs> sneezing legendaries. All right? Holy smokes. Something in the air, man. A blue post came out to clarify the chance of getting legendary uh, is now roughly. Oh, they did. uh, This just came. This just in. Beep, 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 beep. Roughly 10%. That's a 33% increase from her previous drop chances. So hold on a second. You're telling me it used to be 3%? Good gosh. The point of it is they, they, this increase, uh, well, it's it's supposed to work like this because you've still got a hard cap on how many shards you can carry. And if you go and spend it all, it used to be that you would just fill your bags full of blues and yellows and go sell them, then fill your bags full of blues and yellows and go sell them, and then maybe once in a while get lucky, but most of the time you're just filling the bag, selling it, filling the bag, bag selling it, or sharding it, right? The idea now is you have less to spend, you'll fill up your bag less times, and have a greater chance of getting one of those being a legendary. I, I think it makes sense, but it just looks bad because you go talk to her and it's like, whoa, when did that become 50 shards? Good Lord, man. Kind of freaked me out anyway. I'm still trying to get over it. Hey, Scott, this is Sam, a 10-year-old that plays Diablo 3. Anyways, just wanted to tell everyone about this little tip I found for people who play on the console version. So me and my dad play on the PlayStation 4, and my little sister wanted to play with us. So my dad grabbed the controller for her, and we all started new guys. 
Now, at first, every time she picked up loot, she would open up her inventory and equip that loot. And we were just fine with that. But as time went on, she would open up her inventory like every 20 seconds, pausing the game and kind of ruining it. Anyways, this got so annoying until we realized that you can just press up on the D-pad to see the last five or so items you got. This came in handy a lot. Anyways, love the show. Keep it up. All right. By the way, future podcaster, Simon over there. Look at that kid. Awesome, man. You seem like a cool kid. I would gladly give you, I have a little uh, Diablo figurine, and if you were here with me right now, I would give you that, and you could have it, because that was an awesome call. Uh, Also, I will uh, agree and second your opinion on how that works. It's awesome on the console, because you really, in theory, I mean, every once in a while you want to do some house cleaning, just, you know, get into your character, make sure everything's good after a long haul of whatever you've been doing in the story or otherwise. Um but for the most part, especially when you're playing with couch co-op with a bunch of friends, the four of you, or they're up to four of you, can just see at a glance by hitting up on the D-pad, oh, that item that just dropped is um, better for me on damage, but a little bit lower on uh, toughness or whatever. And you can equip immediately or junk it immediately. Never even have to look at it. Now, later, if you want to be nitpicking, go back and just make sure, well, did any of these have an attribute I really want to have on there, like gold find or something? You can do that. But it's awesome. Oh, man. Quality of life improvement times 20, I think. I think that worked out really well. All right, that's the uh, that's the track from Eric. And uh, it's pretty intense and awesome, but he's a slacker, so bug him. Hakito on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, according to Raptor, you know, Raptor, R-A-P-T-R, you've heard of it. It's like a game, uh, people sign up for it and it kind of tracks how many people are playing what games. It's kind of a PC game tracker thing. And I think it does some console stuff as well. I really haven't given it a second look in years. I, I don't remember when it was relevant to me, uh, but it's still out there kicking. And according to it, Diablo three continues to do just fine. If you were worried the game was at all dipping in popularity, well, worry no more. It's holding strong currently at the sixth most popular game on PCs right now. Here's the list, okay? Number one, League of Legends. By a weirdly wide margin, 20%. People, you know what? A lot of people play League of Legends. Maybe I should start a League of Legends podcast, and that could be a show where I don't know anything about anything. I am no expert on that game. Anyway, number two, World of Warcraft. At a much smaller than 20%, 7.62%. Below that, Dota 2 at 5.91. Uh, bet you if you compared these numbers to Steam's numbers on their launcher, I'll bet you Dota's up there at like 50%. So I don't know how reliable these numbers are, but whatever. Counter-Strike Global Offensive at 4.23. Smite at 3.42. Smite's pretty good, by the way. Quite enjoyed that. Played a little bit of that. It's a MOBA, but it's a third-person action-y one. I, I thought it was great. Uh, and then uh, it's number six, Diablo 3, which I assume means that or Reaper Souls or both uh, at 2.5. And uh, the Minecraft after that. See, and I know there's no way Minecraft is the seventh most played game right now on PCs. I guarantee it's higher, but I'm just not in Raptor's list. Then it goes Hearthstone, Battleford, Battleford, Battlefield 4, 
Although I would buy a Battle Ford, wouldn't you? I'm, I'm not a huge Ford fan, but if I had to buy a new car and it was termed the Battle Ford, I'd get it. Final Fantasy Online, uh, War Warframe, which I actually quite like. Warframe's good. Guild Wars 2, World of Tanks, Star Wars The Old Republic, Sin of 14. That's not bad. Team Fortress 2 at 15, 16, Civilization 5 at 17, Gary's Mod, 18, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, which I still play here and there. Uh, Crossfire at number 19. What the hell is that? And Firefall at number 20 with 0.67% of audience participation. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I don't know what this list truly represents, but I do know uh, it's nice to see Diablo on anybody's list, right? Doesn't matter who. We all know it's awesome. We know we all love it. So it's doing just fine. If you were worried, worry no more. It's all good. Hi, Scott. Alan here. So I wanted to call because there's something from the old Diablo that I miss, and that is... The element, the option of elemental damage with gems, I really liked putting in. I was a sucker for poison for some reason. I used to love putting in poison gems into my weapons. And now obviously it's just DPS with the red ones, pop them in. I never really use any other gems for my weapons. Um, sometimes crit, but generally not. And I'm just wondering if this is something that you missed from the old game or would like to see this sort of option reintroduced to the new game. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Yeah, um, I get it. I think the game has evolved to favor gear over gems in terms of resistances this time around. At least that's been my experience. Now, the legendaries are doing a bunch of really weird stuff, but even they don't address elemental damage reduction or mitigation the way that the old gem system did in Diablo 2. So I'm with you. I don't know that I necessarily like miss it the way you're saying. Like, do I miss it? I don't really miss it. Because again, I think you can you can accomplish this goal by crafting certain certain uh, uh, pieces and finding certain drops and then combining certain things and then you know, building your character out that way. I think that is what they've decided to do with the focus. The downside of that, and the thing I don't like about it is, yes, we all are sort of min-maxing with our gems now. It's like, well, hey, I'm playing a wizard. Give me all yellow gems, because I want nothing but int on everything I do. And all you want with, uh, let's say, a barbarian is nothing but strength. So red on everything, please. You know what I mean? I think that's not what they intended or wanted, ultimately, but that's kind of how things have panned out. The legendary gems do offer a different way of dealing with that, but then again, that's only greater rift reward stuff, so you really don't have another way to do those. So, hard call, man. Hard call. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I ultimately do not know where I stand on the, on the state of gems, other than I just think it's... I don't know. I wouldn't call them broken. I just think that there's a different emphasis right now, and I think gems are definitely on their mind because they wouldn't be doing so many other things with gems. Uh, so there's a chance there's a chance we'll see something new in that regard. And maybe that will address your elemental question. Let's hope. Great calls this week, by the way. Thank you for doing that. Uh, the number to call, 206-278-0553. Write that down, 206-278-0553. We love the calls. They make the show so much more than it would be with just me yapping, and I just really appreciate them. So keep them coming, please at uh, whatever rate you feel like using it. And if you've already called in before, hey, no problem. Call in again. Happy to hear from people who uh, call. Don't send me three or four minute calls, though. 
Those won't make it on. They're too long. Keep them short, minute or less, and uh, everyone's happy. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is where you can send your emails, and we have some emails. We got this one from, uh, let's see, Andrew wrote in. says, I have a level 52 seasonal monk, and I just can't get into him. Well, you have for 52 levels. Uh, he feels underwhelming, and I die a lot in master difficulty. However, at this point, I feel obligated to get him to 70. What am I missing? Well, the one thing you're not missing is you're doing just what the seasons are intended to do, which is to drive you to level that guy out. But I am 100% with you. It's so funny how close we are to each other. I leveled a uh, a male monk to 52, 3, maybe 53. When the season started, he was going to be my seasonal, and I didn't like him at all. Now, it's not that monks aren't great and perfect for a bunch of people, but it's so not my style. He just is not my style. And it's funny because I'm usually not much of a melee-focused guy generally, but I loved leveling my Crusader so much, I figured I'd be in... And you know, on board for more of that. The problem with being into leveling the Crusader was I feel kind of the opposite about the Crusader. I loved leveling him. His progression was awesome, but I find him boring at 70. If that makes sense. I don't know why I feel that way. I'm still wizard man. I just like range stuff. So I know everybody can do basically ranged as it is, but I think the monk is even more limited than that uh, overall. And that's just not my play style, and I think it just may not be yours, but there are millions of people who love the monk, and that's great, and they should, and may not like a wizard or may not like a, a demon hunter or whatever. And I am, you know, there are people who love their witch doctors, but that one takes a lot to warm up to. I mean, there's just, that, that, that's why the variety is there. It's to give us all something that fits our play style, and you're just not finding it. I understand. I've been there. In fact, he's still sitting at 53 and not going anywhere, so I don't feel obligated to level him right now. His gold and his his stuff he you know the drop will will carry over when the season ends. So I'll still have that. I'll still I'll, I'll have that with my time with him. But for example, my daughter who's uh, now seventeen, she freaking loved the monk. She played a monk all the way through the game, the first game, and then all the way through Reaper, and loved it. She would she would sign off on monks. It's just me and you, man. We're the problem. Nick from Utah, not Utah, Idaho. You're close to us, though. You're touching us right now. Do you know that, Idaho? You're actually touching us in very inappropriate ways. Nick in Idaho wrote in, says, Mr. Johnson. That's my dad's name. Come on now. I finally purchased Reaper, Reaper, yeah, Reaper of Souls today because of how good it sounded listening to the Diablo show. Oh, here's a new guy. I hope you got that deal, dude. I'll feel bad if you didn't get that deal. Anyway, I played the original game so many times uh, that I'm all, I'm very excited for all this new content. I have a very limited budget, so it was this uh, so it was this or the new WoW expansion. Uh, this means the show must continue, by the way, is what he told me. Well, sure, dude. Whatever. I am not currently able to support the show monetarily, but I hope there are other ways in which your listeners can help out. So please let me know. Keep up the great work on all your shows. It is greatly appreciated. Well, Nick, since you asked, let's say you're on a budget and you got hardly any cash at all, but you really want to help this and other shows on the, on the network uh, that I host and co-host. Well, guess what? There's a way to do it now. Patreon.com slash frogpants. And believe it or not, that helps this show very spe- in very specific ways. Because these shows are kind of unique and weird. And to keep them going, I've got to be able to justify their existence. And one way to do that is to help over there. You guys have been awesome and generous so far. Uh, we can use all the help we can get. And there's some great uh, unlockables on there now and a bunch more coming. We're about to revamp some of that and uh, add all kinds of new uh, stuff. So... If you, dear listener, are interested, and if Nick, you've got a dollar a month you can part with, 
I mean, that's, I mean, really, that's all anyone has to do. You can do more than that if you want, and many have, and it's great. But if you're on a budget like you, it's a great way to do it. That's at uh, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash frogpants. All right. Thanks, Nick. Final email from Jamie V or JV or Jamie, I guess, uh, is his nickname. Hey, Scott, in regards to playing couch co-op on console, how come nobody talks about how crappy it is that one player can open up their options to adjust their talents and play with their inventory? There is, pr- there is plenty of screen space to accommodate multiple users doing this at once on modern 1080p TVs. Uh, you say you play with three others at home. How do you do it, man? Um, you say there's plenty of room, but there might be room for two. So if two of you are playing, I could see a side-by-side split. But the problem is, even if you're only taking up half the screen, that's half the screen of the action you're now not seeing. Plus, your guy's immobile and not helping. Um, I don't see a good solution for that on console, in co-op. But the way we deal with it is we just kind of have a rule. Hey, whatever we get between, you know, if we're back in town, that's the time everybody can take a minute and adjust their stuff and check their talents and stuff. But while we're out, everybody keep that to a minimum unless you have to. Um, that's the other thing I didn't mention earlier, the D-pad moving up. That's not only just a way to it, uh, to put on gear that you've received or to junk it, but you can also cycle through new skills that have popped in their respective slots, uh, when you level. So if you've got a new, uh, rune or a new slot open with a new skill in it or a new rune on that skill, you can just do it right there just boop, and say, yeah, I want to equip it or not. Now that doesn't necessarily give you the kind of intricate granular level stuff you want to do but you can do that later do it in town and then just everyone just kind of has an expectation that all right well you know my daughter might need to fiddle around with her inventory for a minute and nick might need to assign a couple of skills while i wait for them it's not that big a deal but having people in your run that are just constantly pausing that's annoying and that's their you should kick them off your team <laughs> they should not be your friend anymore except for emails thank you guys for sending them they're great as always Still a way for those who have a little bit of cash on them that they don't want to put towards the Patreon. They can actually still get the loot pinata. I know I keep promising a new one. It's just been a time issue, but uh, we're getting there. But for now, and for a limited time, you can still get the Diablo Show loot pinata as it currently is consisting, or currently constituted, which includes mouse mat and coasters and uh, prints and uh, what else? Uh, Stickers, album art. Great stuff. Great way to support the network. They're still there. Go to frogpants.com slash store, or if you click on, if you go to the Diablo Show website, which is at uh, frogpants.com slash Diablo, there's a link right there to the loop pinata, and you can go get your hands on one right now. So uh, there's that. Thank you, everybody who supports us using that. That is an awesome thing. Oh, what else? Is that all of it? Might be all of it. Yeah, I think we're out of here. Uh, I do want to thank everybody for joining us. Always a good time. Keep your calls coming, please. 206-278-0553. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, there are still people asking for our our uh, clan that's kind of tied to the show. There's a group called FERT. Uh, first of all, it's AIE is the is sort of our guild, and that's kind of the the, the overall umbrella corporation there. But the, uh, the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The freaking clan part 
is Fert, F-E-R-T. Just do some searching around on the community stuff. If you want to hang out with us and join and play, you're welcome. Uh, let's see here. Frogpants.com slash Diablo is our website. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is our email address. Use it frequently. The Diablo Show on Twitter. You can find me at Scott Johnson. All right, now I'm going to do something a little bit different as I leave you here today. Uh, there is a great uh, dude on YouTube. His name is Dream Reaver. Sorry, yeah, Dream Reaver, not Dream Weaver, but Dream Reaver 23 on YouTube. I would like you to go subscribe to him and just give him some props for this cool parody song. He made a song about Kadala, Kadalarha, as I like to call her in the game, and what a pain in the butt she can be. And it's uh, a parody song, a cover of the original song, Hey There, Hey There, Delilah. But instead, it's Hey There, Kadala. And it's great. And I uh, found, out about it, found out about it earlier today on Twitter and thought you guys might enjoy it as well. So I'll play that for you here in a sec. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with a whole new episode of The Diablo Show. Stay out of trouble and go level up your stone. <laughs> I hear you're the whore of Tristram We give you all of the shards we earn And you give us some yellows and some blues Instead of legendary loot I swear it's true Hey there, Kadala I've been traveling for miles Killing demon lords and goatmen Saving shards so I can buy a pair of gloves but you don't show me any love I've had enough Oh, Kadala, can't you see? Legendary's what I need Oh, Kadala, won't you please Drop a Zuni Moss piece Pretty, pretty please Hey there, Kadala, I heard Linda Telling stories of how you sell off your goodies But the quality is really very bad What you get you never can give back Please take it back Hey there Kadala, I've got nothing left to give you All the shards I've paid could pave a road From Westmarch back to Tristram, yes it does my stash is full of arcane dust I'm giving up Oh, Kadala, can't you see? Legendary's what I need Oh, Kadala, could you please Give me some immortal kings Ten thousand shards is pretty steep for you Take away my dreams of finishing my build sometime today My friends all have completed sets And neighbors think I have Tourette's Because of words I'm screaming while I play Kadala, I can promise you If you give me another blue I'm pretty sure that I will go insane And you're to blame 
a dollar now you're really gonna miss me I am done giving my shards to you and you giving me cruddy gear to use if Diablo wins it's cause of you with all of your yellows and your blues hey there Kadala now we lose because of you